You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 62. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world. And we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's crack like a podcast world? Welcome back. The Who's Driving Your Car, episode 62. So Crack back like an in on a little Friday with some sunshine outside. I'm real thankful for that. Um, today's topic is going to be on sacrificing or sacrifices. We thought it would be pretty fitting with a lot of the sacrificing we've been doing lately in our own lives. We're going to hop on into that. Uh, a few sacrifices on our Lenten journeys that we're making here. We're going to hop on into that. So I think it's going to be pretty good. Um, topic for us today but before we get crack pack a lacking in johnny boy is going to give us a little would you rather hey hey back again yeah you know we're coming in hot today uh didn't really have an episode planned but we just decided since everything's kind of disheveled in the area that we would go ahead and throw one in the bank to have it uh in case another calamity comes along <laughs> and uh tries to shut us down from recording so uh, this one's pretty pertinent to what we have going on um, in Lake Charles right now, following the snowstorm, ice storm, all that kind of jazz. Um, so Some not-so-fly happenings. Bro. Yeah, some interesting stuff going on around here. Some chilly happenings. Woo! Would you rather a snow cone? No, just joking. Um, so, <laughs> would you rather... I see. <laughs> <laughs> in the spirit of what we got going on in, in the area right now, would you rather lose... Your central heat or your water? Mm. Not what have you lost, (laughs) 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 but what would you rather? Well, this is for right now and the temperatures we've been dealing with. I mean, what's our temperature parameters? It's it's probably chilly. Yeah. Um, The 11 degrees from the other night or the... 25. It's going to be 25 again tonight, so it's going to be pretty chilly. Oh, so we're taking today. Okay. Oh, you could take today. Sure. All right, that's cool. So high, like 42 or something, low 24. Clear skies at night, meaning a little more cooler. It's going to okay, get cold. So it's tonight. pretty cold. Craig, Craig, what you got? You're tossing it to me. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> considering I have been and am currently living with uh, central heat and no water. <laughs> tell you it's not fun um now i have the i'm fortunate enough to have a swimming pool and have five gallon buckets you can use that to fill up um toilets and whatnot but man it's uh it's a challenge there's no hot water right because there's no water oh yeah um i and and having done that ah man that's a tough one and my brothers they have had no central heat and their house was 43 the other night (laughs) um which if you have little ones that doesn't work i mean you know, in the spirit of camping, I think I would probably, having just done the no water thing, which is kind of a bummer, I would, I'm going to flip it around. I'm going to say, have the water, but 
uh, no central heat. And then I'll just rely on my gas fireplace and my gas heater to keep my water warm. And I'll just bundle up like I'm camping, put on a nice coat and (laughs) maybe some extra blankets and we'll just roll with it. Yeah, you got that nice big fireplace uh, in the living room. That'd be great. You yeah. just snuggle up next to it. Snuggle Everybody up. camp out in the living room. Well, That'd be great. Out. Now, my family may not agree with me, but that's what I'm going to roll with. <laughs> thought you met. You know, because I've been in the boat, too, with no water situation, and the had the heat, and I think it's because I've been living with that now for several days, and I'm with Craig. I think just purely based off of that, that I would rather have the water. I, I really would. Uh, especially if I'm dealing with hot water in there. I have no fireplace. This would be a little cold, but I don't mind the cold. And if I'm dealing with it, all I got to do is really suck it up for like 10 to 12 hours. I mean, I could sit in my truck for a little while if I had to mm-hmm. turn yeah. on the heat. Yeah, I, I had mean, patients telling me that they were doing that uh, over yeah. the you know, last wow. few days, yeah. had to go warm up in their cars. Yep, I could suck it up there, and then all it is is like get bundled up really good, go to sleep, and then by the time you wake up, the sun's going to be coming out, so you're you're kind of good. So if I'm taking it, I'm going with the. Uh, I would rather have the water situation. I think that's probably it. Would have been a great one if we either had neither, yeah, <laughs> or which some people have neither, mm-hmm. or if um, we had not experienced this, it'd be a little more difficult. But because of the circumstances, I'm gonna go that. What you think, Johnny boy? What you doing? Well, you know, I, I've already experienced both um, at the same time. So um, starting off, I think it was the day that it got down to 11 degrees. Yeah, lost we lost electricity. And uh, like I've talked about before, you know, I live in an old house in the uh, older part of Lake Charles. My house is on piers. So whenever you lose power, um, your house gets cold fast. So my house got in the 40s. Uh, low to mid forties within a couple of hours. Uh, and you're right. It didn't work out that great with the poor, the poor little ones. So fortunately we were able to escape to my in-laws for a little bit. Um, and then we also had the hot water, um, pipe bust once some of the water came back on. So now we have the heat back on, but we have no water. And I think, uh, living with no water is easier um than the heat just because the little ones you know yeah, they just can't stay around. warm so i would have to go without the water hmm. two to one on this, this yeah pretty good one good. on the fly there and yes for those um listening in here not from the area and really we look out for our brothers and sisters over there in texas uh, a lot of parts across the south and now into the northeast here i heard some spots in um, north carolina tennessee getting more snow than they've gotten in like a decade or something over a certain period of time so a lot of us uh, dealing without um, some of these nice um, amenities in life which is why we thought it'd be a good topic to go with on sacrifices and we've been sacrificing without some of the what you would call bare necessities here a little bit um, and lint just hit us a little bit so i thought that would be another cool little thing to talk about but what do y'all think in general fellows on sacrificing or making some sacrifices in life y'all have kids sacrifice for kids a lot of ways we can go here yeah there's a bunch of different ways that you can sacrifice and i do think it's a you know for the time frame that we're in right now i think it's a good um episode to do you know starting off lent going forward uh, I guess we're not going to be talking about burnt saf- sacrifices or human sacrifices, any any of that kind of thing. We're not going like old school biblical stuff. Or no, what? but you know, it's weird. <laughs> I took uh, CC's advice and been listening to the Bible in the year. Yeah. Father Mike, it's great. I pitched that as a, another podcast. Appreciate that advice um, suggestion that CC gave. Um, and 
I'm early on in this, and Me there's too. a lot of those sacrificing going on. Yeah. So whenever we talk about sacrificing, yeah. I was thinking about that. It's funny. I'm listening to the podcast as well, and I'm like, man, at the rate that they would be going, there wouldn't be any animals left. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your rams, your lambs, your doves are gone. I yeah. mean, you got to do sacrifices for multiple things. And it's just kind of interesting to look at the historical, um, you know, the history of the church and, and how sacrifice was originally, you know, God on God's heart and what he meant for it. And it was just kind of cool to see how these things evolve. So I look forward to talking about sacrifices. Yeah, you know, I think the first place I'm going to start with this is, personally, a little insight in for Lent, what I decided to do, normally when Lent comes along, um, I kind of go with just the no Coke, no candy, something like that, which is kind of a deal for me, especially with the candy situation. And this year, I decided to go with a little more detail, which I've let y'all into that. Um, stepping up his game. Uh-oh. Stepping it up, man. Um, trying to take a little more of a journey here with the Lord. So, y'all Hallelujah. Heard, y'all have heard of uh, Exodus 90? Oh, yeah. I've heard of it. <laughs> I've heard John? of it. Uh, I have, yes. I had some friends that did it uh, a few years back. Shout out to old Matt Keating. I think Keating, Corcoran, some of those guys, they were doing it. Uh, they invited me, and I was like, heck no. <laughs> No way. Y'all come shower at my house and y'all tell me if y'all can do without the hot water. Yeah, one of the things in there, I don't know the whole process, but I'm basically going off a deviated process. But one of them is cold showers only. Um, I'm going like five-minute showers (laughs) instead of cold, but predicated. I only take about a 15, 20-minute shower because I like my shower thoughts as we've discussed. Um, You can do such things as no alcohol, no candy, sweets, Cokes. 20 minutes in like some prayer. I think it's actually like an hour of no internet, no TV. Yeah. No internet, no TV, unless you get like permission, which I'm not really rocking off a group. I'm I'm rocking off my own permissions here. So like if LSU gets in the sweet 16 or something here in March, I'm going to tune in. But other than that, yeah, the social media, which I'm not a big social media person, barely know how to do it, but I do like to follow some stuff on the podcast or like podcast downloads. So we're like day three here. And I started this, and it's been pretty good, man. You, you realize a lot of times, so I feel like I'm going to get some reading in. I'm now over halfway into the uh, Theology of the Body. I got awesome. that rocking. Awesome. So that's what I got going on for Lent, man. What y'all got going? Well, some of the things that I'm going to do is, um, you know, I always have traditionally given up sweets and try to do additional things uh, on top of that. Um, and like I talked about earlier on in some of the other podcasts, uh, generally I do um, the Divine Chaplet uh, mm-hmm. prayer song. So I'm doing that also. And I'm going to add in a rosary um, a day. And and I am going to try to go to Mass um, or spend some time um, in adoration uh, weekly, on a weekly yeah, basis. daily That's Mass awesome. once a week is one of the things, too. So I'm adding in some of those uh, the things in addition to general... Uh, cutting out the sweets for the 40-day period, which is very difficult for me. I'm kind of like a, a crack addict, except with uh, cookies, candy, all of those types of things. Um, so I'm, I'm the kind of guy that if you open a box of uh, Oreos and they're just sitting there looking at me, I'm going to try to eat all of them. So uh, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's a good health thing for me to uh, back away from some of those things. The rigorous exercise, that's another one on the list too. Just yes. came to mind on the Exodus 90 thing. Yeah, John, I'm glad to see that, dude. It seems like a, a pretty good plan for you, and I'm hoping to see you at the Daily Mass. I'm trying to go once a week myself. <laughs> yeah, the Daily Mass is on my list as well, oh. at least once a week. Yeah, once a once week. A week. I'm, I'm a once a An week. An extra week. You know, but I'm the same way. I'm, You know, Lent's one of those times where we can kind of purge ourselves of all those things that um, I think 
we talk about relationship kind of blind our it gets rid of the selfishness i think mm-hmm. it kind of helps you be grateful for what you do have because you go without like exodus 90 it's all those things you mentioned for 90 days and that's that's a significant sacrifice um lent is 40 days and yeah. so for those of uh our non-catholic christian brothers and sisters listening it's just a time where and i guess most people i think a lot of faiths do sacrifice during lent actually and mm-hmm. so it's just a time to kind of purge and, and get rid of those things that hopefully at the end of Lent, whatever you've done, you've come out a better person on the back back end. So, you know, I'm also doing the same things y'all mentioned. I'm uh, Bible in the Year podcast. I get to read the Bible every day. I'm doing a consecration of St. Joseph. That's uh, again, again, great journey. I'm going to try to do that once a year. It's really a pretty awesome journey. Um, giving up sweets, you know, I'm cutting my alcohol down significantly. <laughs> no, Craigaritas. <laughs> significantly. Uh, my wife's cold turkey. I'm not that brave yet, but I, I should, you know, at least maybe maybe once a week I'll let myself indulge a little. Can't and, get rid uh, of those Craigaritas altogether, bro. And uh, I know I can't. <laughs> but, you know, it's my dad sent me a, uh, a little message that Pope Francis put out about things you can fast this Lent. And it's kind of like fasting from those things that... Uh, may hurt others. So it talks about um, fasting from hurting words, you know, mm-hmm. saying kind words, fasting from sadness, being filled with gratitude, fasting from anger and trying to be filled with patience. I'm going to read this list. It's pretty awesome. Fast from pessimism and be filled with hope. Uh, fasting from worries and having trust in God. Fasting from complaints, contemplating simplicity. Fast from pressures and be prayerful. Fast from bitterness and fill your hearts with joy. Fast from selfishness and be compassionate fast from grudges and be reconciled and fast from words and just be silent and listen. And if I can catch myself on a daily basis from having one of those negative emotions, I'm going to do my best, but it kind of, kind of makes you just take a, a second to breathe. Cause already today has happened twice where I'm like, you know, get real worked up and I'm like, Nope, I'm good. Okay. We're going to offer that, that feeling of anxiety or stress. offer it up to the Lord and, and just be in that moment and try to turn it around. Yeah, dude, I think that's beautiful. I actually had seen that too. Someone sent that to me a few days back, and uh, it seems so simple, yet is a hard thing to accomplish <laughs> yeah, in a lot sure. of ways. So it truly is a sacrifice, and I think that's the neat thing. I, I was at uh, Mass the other day um, for Ash Wednesday, and, and Monsignor was was chatting along up there, and he mentioned, you know, it's kind of like falling in love with God. It's like falling in love with your uh, significant other in life or something, you know— hobby or a job or something you want to do like you're really into it you give yourself to it you might make some changes in your life for that person or for that goal you're trying to achieve or whatnot that should be the same way as like trying to fall in love with god and i think it is I th- the cool thing i've been feeling it like the last month or so leading up to this wanting to do more to increase my own journey because you're right craig you can take away some of these things that you like the worldly things materialism or whatever the tv social media and you are when you strip it down you're you kind of look at it and you're like man i can spend more time with god it's pretty easy to go get those 20 minutes in or whatnot so i think the cool thing about this is by giving up those things making a sacrifice the return of the sacrifice which is something we can talk about in general getting closer to the lord is a pretty pretty cool thing we're all going to uh get to experience here yeah and i know that you're doing a social media fast how's that how's that going for you so far yeah, uh, down to just checking things once a day here, um, which I'm not, like I said earlier, a huge social media person, but I do tend to, like, between the restaurant, the podcast, want to see what's what's happening out there, uh, make sure we're putting ourselves out there in the proper way that we can to, you know, restaurant-wise with new items, et cetera, or 
uh, with the podcast, making sure we have the posts out there and do what we're supposed to do for Bro Lady to get them posted. And sometimes I can realize, like, I might just be drive to a red light and I'd be like, oh, or how many downloads we have. Like, you, you subconsciously, I've realized already in three days, I'm like, dang, I was on this more than I thought. Literally just checking something. I don't scroll through whatever the news feed, timeline, whatever that thing's called. I don't really do that. But just checking stuff and taking that away has honestly been a nice little relief. I was telling you that a little bit, I think, earlier, huh, John? Yeah, and I, I'm glad to hear that you're not driving through red lights anymore. It sounds like it's very good for your <laughs> I safety. I, <laughs> I don't know if I quantified that. He's like, you know, running red lights. Yeah. Real nonchalant, like running red lights. Now I no longer drive through red lights. <laughs> so this is going to be a really productive Lent for him. You know, and the, the whole concept of Lent is just a time of preparation, uh, you know, similar to what Jesus did prior to uh, going to the cross on uh, Easter. So this is a preparation time for uh, all Christians uh, who should be uh, in the process of preparing themselves for, uh, you know, what goes down um, Good Friday and then resurrection on Easter Sunday. So it's a refocusing and uh, focusing on, you know, what was laid down for us, that ultimate sacrifice that was given for each one of us. Amen, Brother Steve. I was and talking about Father Mike earlier. I don't, it was one of these recent podcasts. He just, one of his little commentaries at the end, he said the center of religion is worship or the core of religion is worship and the core of worship is sacrifice and i, I thought about that and then today when y'all mentioned the sacrifice being the the subject you know if, if the center of religion is worship and the center of worship is sacrifice you know you go back and you look at all the sacrifices like in the old testament they were making for their relationship with the lord the ultimate sacrifice that god made through his son who is also the lord uh and giving us eternal life um and then our you know reenacting that sacrifice each week um, when we go to mass but also in our own lives like what we're sacrificing through lent you know just in in, in giving him love and reciprocating the sacrifice he made we're doing it ourselves and at the end hopefully that helps convert and change our hearts to bring them closer to him more in line with his will for us which makes us a better version of ourselves makes us a better friend a better spouse a better uh, son daughter you know, maybe better at our job because it's through that sacrifice that we're able to peel those layers off that keep us from being, you know, who God truly wants us to be. And ultimately, that's how we can worship. So it's pretty awesome. Oh, way to go, CC. Yeah, some deep CC stuff, <laughs> man. Doesn't get much better than that. Um, but what I was, what I kind of got a little bit out of that and jotted down there, Craig, you know, whenever you can sacrifice something in life or purge something that, you know, we all are, we all have flesh and it's sometimes difficult to, remove ourselves from the fleshly world temptations we do you know put ourselves in situations we don't want to be in do things that we would not you know um love the fact that we're doing or whatnot i think when you can purge and make a sacrifice from the flesh side you are able to dumb yourself down into your most human form uh, made i think the reward for doing those things in so far as how you feel how you might treat other people it can take stress out of your life take anxiety out of your life when you can do those things, the reward is pretty daggum amazing what you get out of it. I also think that maybe sacrifice can help us strengthen relationships. Like we mentioned about strengthening the relationship with, with the Lord. But, you know, think about, um, I, I can relate this to marriage or a friendship. Uh, when you sacrifice something for your spouse or for your friend, I think that relationship grows deeper. Mm-hmm. And it might be something as simple as, you know, your friend or spouse wants you to do something that might interfere with what you've already got planned. And your initial instinct is, 
oh, oh, you know, that's not going to work. You know, hey, can you run to the store and do this, this, and this? And you're sort of like, well, I was about to go do this, and you can you can shut it off there, or you can sacrifice the pain of missing out on the thing or delaying what you wanted to do to be there for your friend or spouse. And it's it just, I think it furthers that your relationship grows, right? Oh, they did something for me. I'm giving up some of my life, some of my comfort for the love I have for this other person. And I think it helps that relationship. And I guess during Lent, you know, a lot of these sacrifices, we're giving up those comforts to strengthen our relationship with Jesus. And at the end of the 40 days, we come out with a better relationship or in your own, you know, friendships or marriage. Hey, I'm going to get, I'm going to give myself, which is kind of marriages, right? You're, I mean, you're, you're giving your life for the other person for their well being, And then, you know, whenever it's a mutual reciprocation like that or mutual sacrifice, it's pretty awesome. Not that we always <laughs> succeed in all those things all the time, <laughs> but I think in our lives, if we try to do that for others, um, we've had lots of guests on already that have done that for a lot of people in different ways. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. So, yeah, you know, we, uh, we came up with this topic last minute, you know, on the fly, CC was the last one to know about it. And he was like, Oh man, I wish I had a little more time to think about this, you know, reflect on it. And, uh, I don't think he needed any extra time. He's <laughs> killing uh, it so far today. Or better yet, whatever the heck he was going to come up with. My goodness. <laughs> you guys, I thought that was a great topic. I was like, man, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I do think that the ability to sacrifice for someone else is also pretty key. Like you're saying, a spouse, a friend, something like that. I don't know, a coworker, a teammate in sports. You know, I think about that a lot in analogy to sports. If you're whatever playing football and you go make a block for the running back or something, you're sacrificing your body physically, et cetera. And then boom, they're getting the kind of the glory <laughs> running through the hole off to the touchdown. That's a good, that's and, a good and, point. And nobody's yeah. like, eh, who's the lineman out there? <laughs> or like you're, Who you're through that great block. Yeah. Or your basketball and you set someone up with a pretty cool pass or you make a screen for somebody. You're kind of like, hmm, who's that? Or you're in baseball and someone throws a perfect game. What's Nobody? it called? A sacrifice fly? Yeah. Oh, or yeah. That, that's in baseball. Yeah, you're baseball. Baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit, uh, so the guy can score the run. You hit the ball to the outfield. I think it's pretty cool through sports, which is a lot of analogous to life happenings, is being able to sacrifice for other people when sometimes you may not, you know, be the person I don't know getting the glory or standing out getting your name in the paper or whatnot. But 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 for your actions, that person couldn't have done what they were wanting to do either. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, there's there's lots of sacrifices that goes on. You know, as you alluded to a little bit of that, you know, with marriage. You know, there's a lot of give and take. There's a lot of things that, you know, you give up once you've decided to um, take on that that challenge. Um, you know, for me personally, I waited later on in life to get married, so I was running around wild and free, traveling the world, and uh, doing all kinds of Crazy things job. that, <laughs> that um, you know, I had to sacrifice and give up those things in order to be home for my wife, be home for uh, my children, and my children just keep coming. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> keep getting more oh, of we them. Know. He's being kind about and then, you know, awesome. the additional time that's required uh, in order to... Um, you know, be there, be present for your kids to go to their basketball games, go to their sporting events. Um, you know, they're always fun to do, but, um, you know, it's not always fun to have to give up that extra time to go drop them off, pick them up from practice. So there's a lot of daily sacrifices that, uh, that are certainly relevant for anyone who has, um, a family. Sure. Every day. Absolutely. It's like you think about those sacrifices and the impact it has on others, right? Your kids, you know, they'll remember that dad was there at my games. Dad was there at my recitals. 
um, that you put them first. You know, even though behind the scenes you might be like, oh man, another, <laughs> I'd another rather game. go eat dinner tonight. Oh. You know, and, but you know, that's what you do and you enjoy it when you're there. And that's just, it's just human nature um, to, to want to look at ourselves and what we've got and what's going to make us feel good. And so it's, um, it's interesting. Um, you know, when you pull those layers off, it just really helps you be, you, there's gratitude because when you're in the moment, you're like, wow, you're looking at the beauty of your your child or the beauty of the thing that you've given up or what you've given up to be in a moment for somebody. Um, this helps this whole reason for being on earth worthwhile. Um, it's pretty cool. You leave a mark. I think, you know, there's a part of you that, that, that beauty just gets sent down the line to the next person and, you know, makes their life special and hopefully they reciprocate one day. I'm not in those shoes, but looking forward to that one day. But one of the things I always think about is it happened to sacrifice sleep. You know, you got to sacrifice your sleep when you have kids too. In the early days, eh, John? You sure oh, yeah. can. Um, that's, thankfully, that's leveled off. But come August, who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> uh, the tiny gift was a lot better sleeper than uh, Elijah Paul. Um, Elijah Paul wanted to get up and eat several times throughout the night. And that shows in his weight now. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> put like on some pounds. <laughs> so there's definitely some uh, sleep sacrifice that's usually involved. Um, you know, my wife's going through that now. You know, carrying the baby, she's got to get up throughout the night to go to the restroom. It's just part of what happens, um, you know. So it's it's a um, sacrifice. It's a difficult process. Uh, some people handle it better than others, uh, but it's uh, it's tough to grow a baby. I was thinking about sacrifice, like in life, whenever there's, say, a negative behavior pattern you want to change or something good you want to achieve, there's a sacrifice that has to occur to often do that i think a lot of times we just want to live in this steady state of comfort and you just kind of always in this this like not in a rut but it's like you're just paddling a boat up upstream and it's not really going anywhere but like if i say i want to lose weight i have to sacrifice you know the good things i want to eat perhaps or those those addiction addictive flavors i want to taste or i have to sacrifice the oreos (laughs) chips you know the pain of the workout it's a sacrifice and but the end result is you may lose the weight or you get better heart health or let's say you're trying to start a business or you want to start a new venture and it's going to require you to get up an hour early, stay up an hour later. You lose the sleep, but you sacrifice that for the thing, you know, learning, educating yourself, putting in the time to grow something. There's a, there's a reward that comes from sacrifice. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm big on, Craig, the, the reward of what you're trying to sacrifice. Um, and that's where I was when you were right when you were hopping in, I was about to speak about oh, cool. a job or something. If you or I don't know, you want to be a college athlete, professional athlete, start a business, a job. You have to sacrifice time with friends, time with family. You got to be the one putting in the work again. I'm going with the sports of the job situation here. Kind of similar in a lot of ways. Um, the amount of time, effort, and energy you have to put in with your own craft. I mean, y'all could both say that. We all sit in here, the amount of schooling we've went to, working extra hours, the, the side we all own businesses, of the business side of it, not just being able to do the work side. So there's a lot of sacrifices that you have to make. You might miss family functions, time, I don't know, bachelor trips with your friends, like several things we probably all had to miss to sacrifice for what we were trying to deem an ultimate goal, which is whatever, our job or something we're creating, which is a lot of our goal, probably all of our goal sitting here so we can provide for our families and stuff like that. So there's an ultimate end result that we find more gratifying. So we're willing to sacrifice some of those other things that would be a lot of fun in life too. 
Yeah, education is a is a big one that I think uh, causes a lot of sacrifice. And all three of us here hold advanced degrees, so there's certainly a significant amount of our life that uh, we invested in getting uh, getting that degree and putting in that time and process. All of us moved away from our homes, away mm-hmm. from our families. Uh, so you're right, we did miss out on some of those uh, significant things. I know one of the hardest things for me was being away from my family, not being able to see my younger brothers participate in sports, which is you know, a really big thing for me. So that, that there is a big component uh, to education. And now having kids, you know, I'm, I'm looking at you know, what's going, on, what's going to go on down the road. I need to save for their college uh, future, so I need to put money aside for their 529s and all of that oh, kind of stuff. So there, it seems like education is a pretty big um, sacrifice if you choose. I agree. And as my kids are getting older and entering <laughs> college, I'm like, guys, you have no idea. I mean, it's like you have this whole life ahead of you and you've got these four years, you know, to, to get this education. And I even encourage them, look, if this isn't, you know, if the typical college system is not going to offer you the degree in what you want, but you want to be a business owner, you know, learn the things you need to learn to, to do what you want to do. And if that's playing an instrument, if it's whatever it is, it's just investing the time in the education. And I remember some of the sacrifices I made that just stood out was, you know, in college, you got to take this admissions test to get into med school. And I didn't do so good in my first round. So I had to, cause I wasn't, you know, I was out cutting up. I had to take a a three-month course yeah a three-month course like in person i was just i just i was like you know i'm gonna make this happen so i had to go to lafayette five days a week all through summer and uh you know they they like three or four hour lectures you gotta take a practice test every weekend for i took 12 tests i mean i just you drilled it but family went to disney world missed it best Mm -hmm. friends went to colorado and camped for two weeks in the mountains with their six pack sitting in the lake water missed it (laughs) all these things that i had to say no to because the pain of not getting where I wanted to get, I guess, was greater than the pain of missing those moments. But, and like Steve said, you're in Matt, you know, you go to these grad schools, you're in, you know, you're studying all weekend. It's at four years after college. And it's not that, you know, they look at you today and like, oh, you must be nice. You're doing this and this. It's like, well, <laughs> after high school, I spent 12 years grinding <laughs> and missing a lot of life when my friends were working just to get to that moment. So it's not, you know, anybody can have that, that dream or that goal if you're willing to just sacrifice. And there's always beauty that comes from it, whether it's your relationship with your spouse, your relationship with God, the goal you're trying to achieve. It's just when you put in the time to get that thing, it's, it's, uh, the blessings just are huge. Yeah, a good buddy of mine, uh, Buck Kyle, um, was taking, studying to take that test. And me and another friend of ours that we grew up with were driving into Baton Rouge. We were trying to corral him to come out with us and hang out and go have a good time. But he was spending eight to 12 hours a day in the library every day, even on the weekends to study, to take that test. So it's, it's a huge, um, sacrifice of time and, uh, you know, give up all your leisure time, your pleasure time to, to get, you know, get what you need in order to move forward. So that was one thing that always stuck out seeing my, my buddy, Buck Kyle, (laughs) Like, in, come on, in man. the library, yeah, we went to the library and tried to drag him out. We, it never worked. Uh, <laughs> Smart man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love you, Buck. That's awesome. You know what I think is underlying in all these sacrifices we're talking about here today is time. You know, my old good old snap of the finger, one second gone, one second closer to eternity. 
is gone from you can't get it back and i think it's pretty cool because it ties into the free will that we're given with our seconds and how we want to spend or sacrifice those seconds what we want to do with them do we want to spend that trying to nurture our relationship with the lord or is that going in a family bucket is that going in the bucket with uh, i don't know the job hobby or leisure time travel time a lot of different buckets and and what i think is important is and really neat we get that free will and ability in most circumstances to be able to choose that to do for good or to not. And I think that that's something that's, that's important that we all hone in and hone in on, in on and think about, you know, and it's awesome. You think about, um, people who, who sacrifice their lives for others. So you think about like, like their whole life's a sacrifice. So you think about our priestly brothers, you know, Steve's mm-hmm. brothers got a priest. We got, you know, priestly friends who give up their life and other pastors who give up their life to serve God's people. You think about, some of these people, uh, the saints, and the, you know, what we call saints, people who sacrificed their lives for the Lord, gave up their entire life and all the earthly opportunities in order to do something bigger and greater. And, you know, I think about, like, our spouses, and I'll use my spouse, April. You know, I'm going to give her a shout-out. Shout-out, out, April. Yeah. You know, she's not out there. You know, she has a degree, and she could easily get a job, and she had one, and she supported us through all these crazy years of school. But then her sacrifice is for her family. You know, it's like she's going to do everything she can to— to raise our daughters the way that she feels they should be raised and sacrificing an opportunity to have a career for, for us to, you know, to provide an awesome family life, to keep us happy, to, you know, all the beautiful things that go into being a mom and, and giving up her life for us. So it's like, that's her sacrifice and she's at peace with that. And that's her, her calling her in calling. this world. Yeah, and um, so it's a shout out to all those who give up their lives for others, you know, essentially sacrifice their life to make, other people's worlds special and to make it holy a big one that comes to me is the military too the folks that are protecting us in our country um is really an ultimate sacrifice that i think we all at times take for granted that we have that as well yeah you know when when greg was talking about that that was one of the things that popped into my mind too was uh you know the military sacrifice and uh just recently i saw there was a a guy military guy who um I think it was a Medal of Freedom. I can't remember which medal he was given, but uh, you know, one of the situations where a grenade or something was thrown, you know, in pr- close proximity to he, to he and some of his other brothers in arms, and you know, he jumped on the grenade and um, you know saved the other people who were around, and he lost a leg, he lost, uh, I think, an arm. Uh, he was unconscious for like three months so he woke up three months later wow. Wow. uh ended up getting an advanced degree after that and ran several marathons and just an amazing amazing story uh amazing sacrifice you know laying potentially laying down his life for his brother in arms that's just amazing in my opinion it's like the ultimate man. sacrifice man thanks for sharing that buddy that was awesome all right listeners of the pod world while we've been uh Bebopping around here talking about some sacrifices. We're going to bebop over to the good old weekly segment of what made you hit the gas or what made you pump the brakes. And this week, Johnny Boy is going to be coming in too hot, to us hot. What you got, Johnny? Hot. Um, yeah, you know, Hot Dog's talking about this year. One of his New Year's resolution is he wants to learn how to cook. So I was thinking, I'm like, okay, I've got some cooking skills. I can um, help him out a little bit. Uh, and I guess I'll go ahead and hit the gas. And uh, tell that story. So over the weekend last weekend, I te- sent him a text. I was like, hey, why don't you come over, uh, eat dinner, and I'll show you how to make a little pasta and some 
sauce. I didn't specify. I should have in retrospect. <laughs> so, you know, hot dog, uh, rolled it on over and, uh, I had a complete shock that I was over there in the night again. It's true. He was, he couldn't believe it was dark and he was at the house in uh, the weekend. There was a lot of shocks going on here, Craig. Oh my gosh. So I basically taught him how to make a little white sauce on this okay. pasta, a little cream sauce. Ooh, um, he nice. did a pretty good job. Um, Andrew actually ate the, the rest of it the next day. Um, and he was like, man, that's pretty good. So nice. Uh, just a simple sauce, you know, a little olive oil, a little garlic in there. And John's own oh, recipe here, which yeah, was even just more kinda, impressive. Just kind of came up yes. with it off the top of my head. Uh, you know, people have asked me, they're like, how did it go? I'm like, well, you, you remember the stories about when, um, you know, early man, cavemen were learning how to use tools, you know. It was like before that time. <laughs> Watching hot dog cook. <laughs> Give me stone. <laughs> but anyway, hey, it worked out pretty good. I'm waiting to see him, um, you know, invite my family over this time in the night yeah. and let him cook it. And we could see how it turns out and whenever he does it on its own. So I hit the, gra- the gas or grass and uh, <laughs> let him gain a little skill. I know he's been working in the kitchen a little bit. He sent me some pictures of some breakfast, breakfast and other things like that. So I figured I'd give him a little, a little let me, help. Let me give you a side note to this. This is awesome, man. <laughs> help me up. What's going on? Real honest side note. So I made this, and I'm not a huge white sauce fan. I made my own food, and I was more wanting John's gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I hate the majority of. You're like, oh, I'll take the gumbo. That's I'm true. sure it was great I was great like, pasta, give me though. a little bitty bite of this and give me the Look, gumbo. olive oil and garlic, you're already starting off great. Oh, it was so funny. We were about halfway through, and he's like, wait a second. Is this a white sauce? I don't like white sauce. I eat red sauce. I just started eating some of the noodles <laughs> out of the pot. That's funny. That's funny. So it was pretty funny, but it turned out well. Yeah, it, turned out well. it was. It was a good experience. Good mems, making some mems over at Johnny's house. It was a great time. <laughs> well, guys, uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in. And, you know, one of our, our goals is to help motivate and inspire through faith and hope. And so if, if you know somebody out there and, and you feel like you could sacrifice for them, I, I think it's a pretty cool thing. As we've talked about, a lot of rewards that you can get from the act of sacrificing and, and doing that in your life. And I think Craig's going to Close us out with a little pointer he's got as well. What you got, CC? Yeah, man. Like you said, you know, if there's something you can do for others and, and make their life better, just just always be looking for that opportunity. But also look at yourself. You know, what's clouding your eyes or clouding your relationship with the Lord or with your spouse or with your friends or um, what's keeping you from reaching that goal and dream? You know, what sacrifices will you have to make to, to have a better relationship or to even take your life to that to that next level? You know, maybe it's getting up a little earlier. As our brothers here talked about their miracle morning, you know, what changes do you have to make in your life to, uh, to make it a better life? So uh, challenge all of our listeners to just reflect and, uh, you know, just see what you can do to sacrifice for others and, and yourself. Yeah, that's beautifully said, Craig. And, and look, we would also ask you all to maybe sacrifice a few seconds out of your lives and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. That would mean a lot to us. Uh, We've appreciated all the downloads and listens we've gotten uh, that continue to grow, and we'll continue bringing y'all some episodes and some cool guests along the way. And until next time, we'll catch y'all later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need.